Hi there, Steve Kaufman. Today, I'm going to tell you exactly what I think about language learning. I have in the past sometimes pulled my punches. Uh, for those of you who are learning English, pulling your punches means that you don't say exactly um, what you have on your mind. You kind of try to be a little bit more polite or politically correct or whatever. But I said to myself, here I am. The other day was my 74th birthday. Today actually is my wife and my, my wife's and my, our 50th wedding anniversary. Tomorrow is Canadian Thanksgiving. I'll just let it all hang out. I won't go as far as to give you my views on politics because that would really set the cat amongst the pigeons. Uh, again, an English expression, set the cat amongst the pigeons, create a great flurry of all kinds of statements here, as is the, the uh, habit on the internet. But when it comes to language learning, I was doing the dishes while listening to Turkish, actually. And um, But prior to that, I had, uh, and I was thinking about something that I had seen, uh, a video on Facebook, where uh, a person was saying, you know, everyone has their own style of learning. It's not one size fits all and the sort of learning styles. And of course, I have seen a lot of this literature on some people are auditory or oral learners, some are visual learners, some are kinetic learners. That has been thoroughly debunked, and yet it remains very popular. No, all size, you know, uh, one size does fit all. Our brains learn the same way. I'm thoroughly convinced of that. Our brains learn through stimulus, largely through input, through predominantly listening and reading. Now, you may like certain activities, you may like watching movies with subtitles that you can't, or movies that you can't understand, or movies with subtitles, and, and all of that is, a, is an exposure at some level to the language, to the culture, but it's not an efficient way of learning. Listening and reading, listening to things that you have a chance of understanding, repetitive listening, and eventually, as you improve, listening to a broader and broader range of content and reading that content, getting the language in you, that is how you learn. Therefore, talk from day one is not an efficient way of learning. It does trigger some input for you because if you can find someone to talk to you when you essentially know nothing in the language, that is input. So to the extent that you're getting input, you're learning. However, you're far better off, it's far less expensive, far less intimidating to simply deal with initially short content as we do at length, repetitive listening, and then moving along to more and more uh, difficult content where you'll encounter, you know, more sort of low frequency vocabulary and you'll just continue along that road, getting the the stimulus, the experience of the language into your brain. That is the fundamental learning activity. Uh, you may not like doing that. You may like uh, doing other things, but that is the way you learn. Now, when it comes to speaking, I firmly believe that in order to speak well, you have to speak a lot. But if you are not in a situation where you have a lot of opportunity to speak, you won't get enough speaking opportunity to become a good speaker of the language. So you are better off to spend your time building up your potential so that when you have that opportunity, you can take advantage. So when I was in Japan learning Japanese, most of my 
learning activity was listening and reading. But every time I had a chance to use the language, I did. Now, there are people who live surrounded, say, by English immigrants and who speak every day, some, but they don't put enough effort into listening and reading, into deliberately growing their level of comprehension, their vocabulary. They don't read novels in the language. They go home and watch uh, movies and Netflix in their native language. They don't give themselves enough input, all right? Also, I consider grammar exercises to be largely a waste of time. I don't think that the traditional expectation that because a teacher teaches something, therefore you should have learned it, that doesn't make sense because our brains learn, but they learn slowly at their own pace. And gradually we get used to aspects of the language. Some things we will never get used to. I will never get, for example, maybe my case is right in Russian or other, you know, I watch people who speak very well, speak French very well. I saw Jodie Foster's has wonderful pronunciation in French and she gets her gender wrong a lot. I saw the uh, uh, leadership debate here in Canada amongst our six, you know, contenders for the leadership or for the prime ministership in Canada. And the three Anglophones spoke French quite well. They communicated quite well, but they can't get the gender right. So some things will never click in or will click in very, very slowly. Part of helping those things to click in is noticing better. And we can do a number of things to improve our ability to notice. And this is where I have some disagreement with Stephen Krashen, who is otherwise, otherwise my idol, who, who doesn't accept the fact that the ability to notice is an important part of language learning. It's not that you there are exercises to help you notice. It's just that I find now, as I'm listening to three languages, Arabic, Persian, and Turkish, and I've been away from some of them for a while, and I listen to them again afresh, stories that I've listened to before, I notice things that I didn't notice before. I hear things more clearly. You have to hear the pronunciation in order to eventually have a chance to repeat that pronunciation. If you don't hear the pronunciation, pronunciation, if you don't notice how these words are in English, for example, pronounced, that it's different from how the language is written. If you don't notice these things, you won't have a chance of reproducing it when you speak. So I just wanted to get this sort of, uh, there's a lot of, well, we got, everybody has their own way and we got to be nice to this person and that person. I am allowed to say what I want because it's my channel. I get to say what I want. People are free to comment. As long as you don't call me names with foul language, I won't block you or, uh, you know, delete you. You can say what you want. But my channel, I think we do a disservice to people by suggesting that there's every which way to learn. There isn't. There is an issue of what people like to do. So if you don't like to read, you're going to be, you're going to have a tougher time learning. You can learn totally orally. It'll be slower because most people, and I, I would suspect all people, are helped by being able to see the written word as well as listen to it. Therefore, my advice would be try to develop the habit of reading. Read things of interest. Start with easy stuff and then grow from there. Uh, if you don't like listening, you say you tune out, try to develop that habit. Uh, my initial sort of involvement with this whole language exercise, which began about 14 years ago, uh, it started when I discovered the, at that time, mini disc player. And having learned languages throughout my life using open reel uh, tape recorders and cassette tapes, 
and, and sitting in language labs. And I realized, wow, I can carry this little thing and it has content there that I can listen to over and over again. I can have it with me wherever I want. I can download it and all that stuff. And of course, the Minidix player progressed into the MP3 player. But I realized that this is revolutionary. And yeah, at first, it's maybe difficult to listen. And we, we fade out and then we fade back in. That's okay. Uh, but it's something that... And some people say, well, I can't do the dishes and listen. Try to develop that habit. Because if your goal is to learn a language, even if you are living... If you are living where the language is spoken, you have ample opportunity to use it. That's great. But still, you need to spend a lot of time getting the language in you. The language doesn't come from within you. It comes from outside. And so, obviously, if you live in an area where the language isn't spoken, then you have to spend a lot of your time just listening and reading. You can't spend your day talking with people via Skype or going to the local, you know, Arab community and hoping they want to talk to you. They may or may not want to talk to you. But if you are where the language is spoken, that's great. That's great. Take advantage of that, but still focus on listening and reading. That is the fundamental way that we learn languages. That's what I wanted to say today. And now, uh, my wife and I are going off to play golf. Bye for now.